I get to Vachar Baisa. Let's start with a, a few mices, which uh, will bring us into the sugya today. The truth is, I really want to. I want to finish the sugya of Malaban um, and Schita, so to speak, and then move on a little bit to a different sugya of Malaban in dust. Hopefully tomorrow, and then in Hashem, after America, we'll discuss the sugya of contact lenses, which is a gear. Anybody wear? Anyone wear contact lenses? You wear contact lenses, right? No, we never do contact lenses. And the other was folding clothing as well. All of them are xeris, and they're in a gear to the nechlan and the sugya of, of Malabin, which we will discuss. But I will tell the owner of Maisa, the Heidegger Stapler, the Heidegger Stapler, the father of Chaim Kanievsky Zatzal, the Heidegger Stapler one time said over the Maisa, I think he said it, or his son, Reb Chaim, said the Maisa, that it was on Yom Kippur. And on the way to Shul, he by mistake, it was obviously raining, whatever, and I was thinking he stepped into a puddle and his socks got wet. So he did not want to put his feet down the entire, the entire Yom Kippur. So he stood by the stender with one leg up the entire Yom Kippur. He said it was the only year that he never felt the tightness. Push it never felt the first. Because of just holding up his leg the entire day. Right? So Rabbi Chaim said the Maisa was a Chumrah afterwards. But upon him, we're dealing with our sugya. Rebchaim Veloshin, I tell the Olim Maitzah with that, Rebchaim Veloshin. Rebchaim Veloshin was once time in his home. I don't know exactly what happened, the details are not brought down, but there was a shail of Yichud in the home. Whatever it was, there was a shail of Yichud. He felt there was a shail of Yichud, I gotta get out of the home. He had nowhere of going through the room, the door, which is the normal way to leave your room. So he opened up the window, and he climbed out of the window. Maitzah I say. He climbed out of the window, he got into the, now he didn't have his shoes on. He didn't have his shoes on because it was in his home. It was warm, whatever. So he had the socks on. It was snowing outside. The snow was covered all over the place. And he realized that when he walks with his socks, there's a problem of schita. So he took off his socks and he ran far, far, far away with his bare feet from Chaim of Elohim just to make sure that he wasn't going to be over on the Issa of uh, Shabbos Kodesh over here. And... Um, Living a mice of the Heilige Shin and Varuv, also, which the Divichain Tainus, it was only a Chumrah, but I'll cover on the Shin and Varuv one time, also got something wet and he had no change of clothing and the socks and he didn't walk the entire Shabbos, because he didn't want to put down his feet. Again, the Divichain looked that it was only a, a Chumrah, but I'll cover him, it's the Sugi that we're dealing with, and that is the last of the three stages of Malaban is Schita. We've discussed Antana a little bit of Shriyasezeu Kubusai, we've discussed a little bit of Shivshuf, now let's go into the Xeris, many of them are Xeris, of Shita. Obviously a person cannot be Soichet a Beget, number one because of Dosh, if he needs the liquid, and even if you don't need the liquid, which is our Sugya, which is all the situations that we are discussing where I do not need the liquid itself, it's still going to be an Issa of Malaban. Why? Because the last stage of the washing machine, as we said so many times, is to be Soichet, is to wring out, right, to get rid of all the liquid, and make sure that you wring out all of the all the liquid that may be there, and with the liquid comes out the dirt, which is why schita is one of the last stages of malaban, and which is why it's also now it's interesting. The Ramah brings down in Shimbasiv tests. The Ramah wants to taina that when you have it's a big chiddush of the Ramah. By the way, most Rishonim hold this way that when you have 
a garment that's fully 100% clean. We spoke a little bit about it by the sponge of the sink. There are more paskins. Again, it's a huge chedish, which most Roshonim hold like, that if you have a beggar that's 100% clean, with clean water, there's no shriyos kibusai. Why? Even though we said many times, making a beggar, a garment wet on Shabbos, isn't it? So even with spit, even with saliva. But our components of the Ramah, that since the beggar is 100% clean, there's nothing, nothing is going to be cleaned. Right, Yosef? The holy soil of Shuras is a kibusa, as if it's dirty, and you're gonna clean it by putting water in it. But if it's completely clean to begin with, Simcha, there's no problem. Mask him. He brings down afterwards the Ramah and the Mishtabura, that you should be choshesh again, because we're dealing with an Isidarais over here, should the Shita that holds you should not do that. And then he says something which is important to us, because you still have to be worried about Shita. Which means that any time that it might actually be mutter to do meaning to make a beggar wet. For example, another hat that we have in the Rishonim is Shamashkim. For example, <clears throat> Shamashkim, and I take Coca-Cola and I pour it on, under my sleeve, my sleeve is not going to become cleaner because of it, right? That's poshet. So how can you say Maybe white wine. Maybe, depending on the wine that we're dealing with. But maybe something clear might be problematic. But something dirty, shamashkim, is generally not a problem. Right, of shiratsi kibusai. So there are many times that it's not a problem to get a beggar wet, but there's always going to be the problem of either the skita itself, or the gzeira nasameya of the skita, also that might be nageya. That when you do something with a garment, that you might be over... On Skita, which is why a person has to be very, very careful from all sorts of things. So let me give the Olam some of the examples. We spoke a little bit about the cloth, the shmata, the sponge and the sink, which we said uh, the way to do it is to take the two forks, pick it up, simply because number one of Skita, number two because it's Mokta as well, and therefore there's no problem over there. Now, we have many times that we have Gzairas of Skitas. How are you with me? Very important. Now, it's very important of the following three conditions that the Olam have to know. Shlomi, you got it? Condition number one. Is only if the baguette you're makped on it. Then we're worried that maybe you're going to come to be too skit, because if we're not makped on it, we spoke about that, then there's no problem. Number two, only if it's a lot of water, it's a nice amount. If it's a small amount, that's not going to dry within minutes or whatever, so we're not worried about that also. And number three as well, we're only worried by water, not by shamashkin, meaning we have no hashash that a person is going to squeeze Coca-Cola out of the tablecloth or out of the sleeve because it's not going to help. It's not going to do anything. And therefore, we're generally not worried in that case over there. Now, the Mishabura brings down, Simon Shimbase, he talks about the idea of cleaning narrow cups. He talks about the idea of taking a shmata, taking a cloth, and putting it into, let's say, a small little lechaim glazel, for example, or, or, or even a glass bottle, and you sort of put the towel, and you sort of put it in in order to clean it. Now, there you have to be worried that maybe you're going to do schita. Chacham ben Shaul, in Olet Sion, Cherek Bet, where he talks a lot about this, he says, well, most of our towels are quite thick, and therefore has to be really soaking wet for it to be a problem. For example, there's a rob in America, he's a modic and safe, a set of called the Nishma Shabbos. So he brings that over there, Cherek Dalet, he says that you have to be careful, that you have a problem. We spoke about this also, again, all of these are recaps, because we're going over the same things again and again, but it's Kedai Rabbi These are things that we need Chazor on. So he brings down you go to a Hasidish place and they have the towel over there and the towel is used with Kanai Nahora you got a shtibul you're going on minion, minion after minion and the oil are washing until it's a dime they're washing all sorts of things Negavasa they're washing until it's a dime for, for, for Shalashidus whatever right what's that what's that we talked about until it's a dime already we spoke about that already so um, it gets very very wet so he tells that if you mamas touch it and it gets wet by touching it that means when you touch the baguette, it's wet enough on your finger that you can wet your other finger. So therefore using that towel will be also. Why? Which schita? Not dosh. I don't need the liquid. 
Right? What skita is it, Ephraim? Obviously, the skita malaban. I don't need the liquid. In other words, Kharia, very important. Even if I'm not going to use the liquid, it's still asa. Why? Because I'm malaban. When I take water out of a towel, naturally the towel becomes cleaner. And that's the reason why I have to be very, very careful in that case over there. But generally, drying dishes, wetting your glasses, for example, with water, and then, you know, cleaning the glasses, that's not a problem on Shabbos, because generally it's not going to become wet enough that it becomes squeezed, right? Paper towels and things. We spoke a little bit about this last time. So Ramosha talks about this, by the way. This is the chuba that everyone thinks Ramosha talking about paper wipes. You know those people? Ah, yeah, Ramosha has a tshuva on it. He's makel, right? Uh, no. Ramosha does not have a tshuva on it, and he's not makel. So I don't know where that's coming from. People are sending me, uh, recently I got a bunch of things, right? I don't know why recently he came in, but recently, for some reason, people are sending me random things of tshuvas and zachan, you know. They're sending me tshuvas from different people. They, they got the names wrong, they got the psak wrong, they got what he's talking about was wrong. Look, he's talking about baby wipes. I said, show me where it says baby wipes in it. That's a different sugya, right? So he talks about paper towel, Schleimer. And he talks about taking a paper towel and wiping a table. So he says a paper towel it's thick and it's not so wet that it's generally not a problem because it's not going to cause schita but you have to know there's two different things there's taking a wet cloth or towel and wiping up a spill or there's wetting the spill and schlepping up the water drying it in that way the second the latter is the way to do it so for example if you have a spill on the table or on the floor what do you do let's talk practicality what do we do so you take some water, you spill it on the floor, or you spill it on the table, you take a dry shmata, a dry towel, or a bunch of dry paper towels, and you schlep away the water together with the stain. This way, generally, obviously you've got to be careful still, schita will not happen in that case, because you are schlepping the water away, as opposed to the beggar starting on being wet, and using it that way. But using a wet shmata to clean a, to clean a spill, or a, whatever it may be, a stain or something on the table or the floor, obviously that's going to be problematic because of the halachos of schita, and that's going to be similar to the idea of a baby wipe. Let's move on to Rabbi Isai. There are many different shailas that come in over here. The Mincha Shabbos has a shaila about this, right? Most of us are familiar from Shinnah Mithras, talks about it by eating outside. But the Mincha Shabbos talks about it over here, and he says that whenever you pour a drink, make sure, make sure, Rabbi Sai, that you have a cup underneath, uh, a plate underneath the cup. Why? Because if you pour too much, it's going to overspill. And if it overspills, especially if it's water or something clean, not shamashkim, it's going to go on the tablecloth. Asha. And if it goes on the tablecloth, shriyas is there, kibusai. That's what he tainas. The Baiskim say generally you don't have to worry, especially if you're dealing with shamashkim, Coca-Cola, red wine, grape juice, orange juice, all of these things. We're generally worried, especially if there's a plastic on the tablecloth, then for sure we have no worry in that case over there. And I remember discussing distinctively with that going to God with Rafael was at cell, and Rafael told me, ah, since we don't make up our own gzeris. Hazal didn't say Hazal Some to make your They did make Xera. Ellie, you're probably thinking about this right now. They're thinking about the Xera of eating outdoors, right? The Shogunah says in the Shinnah Mokhas that when you eat outside, then you have to be very careful. Because then you have a problem when you have drinks, it may spill. And if it spills, it goes onto the ground. And what happens? What happened? Who? Very good. Ben, Kavaldik. Beautiful. Watering, Zerea, Kavaldik. Or in last year, for example, before Rosh Hashanah, Shemitah, beautiful. So the Bible says that's why outdoors you have to be very, very careful. The Ramah says a person has to be very careful when he eats outdoors to make sure that these things don't happen with these cases. The Bible says let's move on to some of the situations. We discussed three stories in the beginning of today's year. I want to move on to those two sugars and tomorrow we can start a brand new sugar within Malaban, but also extremely Negea, especially for you guys here in Eretz Yisrael. And that is like this. The Mishnah tells us, in Shabbos Kufman Bov, the Mishnah says that if your clothing became wet, 
on a journey, you're allowed to continue walk, walking. It's a Mufurisha Mishnah. That means if by mistake, uh, you stepped into something in your sleeve, whatever it may be, it gets wet. Ay, schita. We're not worried generally in that case. Now, there's many, many different Mishnahim that explain that case. The Be'alachas says clearly be very careful that you do not do an action that will vaday cause schita. So the shayna number one is what about socks? What happens if your socks get wet on Shabbos Kodesh? And then you're walking... And every time you walk, squelch, squelch, right? Schita's happening. Now, this is, again, not schita of dosh, because I don't need the liquid, I don't want the liquid. But it's schita of malabin, because I am causing the liquid and it's water to come out of a baguette, and the baguette probably, I'm assuming, is dirty, because it's on your feet. And therefore, if that's the case, that will tell me that is the schita of malabin, which means, according to what we've learned, would come out to be a problem. The mice of the Gedolia post can refute this Mishnah, and the Gedolia post can pass through Shlomo Zalman, Rabbi Zimkodes, Ali Gabucha, Chanation of Rome. They all say that there's no problem with walking with your socks that are wet. There is no problem whatsoever. There's a few different reasons. Number one, it's not Derek Libun. Number two, the water is going li'ibud, it's going to waste. Number three, it's chitek lachayad. Number four, it's covered a bris, it's secretion to anichelet, it's You have six reasons to be maker on that shaila, and all the poiskim and the gedolim and tzaddikim that were makbid themselves not to do it was all because it was a derek chumrah, they wanted to be choshers for all the different shitas. But on Kaponim, halacha lemaisa, there's no question that it's mota, but of course, when you get home and you could change your socks, about you should, you shouldn't walk around with wet socks. Right? The same is true also with wet wet carpet as well. If you come to a place which is very again when it, when it rains, when it's snowing, the beginning of the carpet, the rug, whatever it may be, may be wet. That is not a problem, especially because, by the way, you're not really sorry it because when you push it down on it, it comes up and then it goes back down into it. So you haven't really caused anything and you have all of the other reasons as well. Like the only were handling the shine, if I remember correctly, last month, the only were handling the shine about wet shoelaces. Who, who, the only were handling, right? Asha. Ah, Baruch Hashem. Rabbi Toledana asked the kasha and his kasha was, are you allowed when you've got wet shoelaces? Very again, it's raining outside. And on the way home, your shoelace is open. So I want to tie them again. But they are wet. Dubi, what would you pass in in such a shayla? Are you, are, are you not allowed to tie your shoelaces in that case? The person can say what, Dubi? What's that? Ben? Mutar? Lama? That was different. That was walking with wet socks. I'm not doing a maisa with biadayim. I'm stepping. That's not the normal way of squeezing. Plus other reasons as well. Mylach, what do you tie now? Should be okay. It's mutter. The only one tying that's mutter, it's like one of those shilas. It's mutter, but we just don't know why. We'll figure it out afterwards. Right, there are such shilas, you know? Ellie, you like that one, no? You like that one. It's mutter. Right, it doesn't apply to everything. Certain things it applies to. I think they came to Rishwam Zalman and they asked him, Rebbe, are you allowed to take out lice of a child's hair on Shabbos or is it a shaila of boyre? Now, obviously, this is a shaila of goizes, because you're going to be plucking out hairs, which is obviously going to be problematic. But let's say I got out of that problem. I'm going to hold the hair at the bottom, and I'm going to peel it off. I'll take out the, the, the knit. I'll take out the, the egg, the lice, whatever it may be. Is it a shaila of boyre? Separating lamaisa, no. Am I wrong? Am I not separating? No, this man. No, think about it, right? So Shalman writes, Shalman writes in the Tshuvahs, look it up. He says over there, it's mutter. We'll figure out why. In other words, certain things are vadaya muta. We'll handle it, you know, what's the pshat, what's the gedder. The Maisi says after, because it's not called boira. Interesting heta. People don't call it boira. It's not called boira. Right? Shalman Zaman has a few attain like that also. Okay, you guys are learning boira. You'll figure it out yourselves now this month. Beis Hashem. But I'm with the wet shoelaces, if you don't do it tightly, then it's mutter, which means it will not be a psikresha in that case. The ulam also have to know, very, very importantly, that something that's wet on Shabbos is actually muktzah. 
right? Something is wet when Shabbos comes in, right? Machlok is in the Gemara, which we're not going into. When something is wet, when something is mukta, when Shabbos comes in, it remains mukta the Gantz Shabbos, right? So we know that. Which means, if you have something that is soaking wet when Shabbos comes in, that is mukta even when it's dry on Shabbos afternoon. The only exception is, Dayan Weiss, the Minchas Yitzchak, he says, if you know it's going to become dry during Shabbos, for example, it's very hot outside, or it's a very small amount of wetness to it, it's only damp, if you know it's going to become dry, these are very common shilas, especially when dealing with kids' clothing, you did a wash before Shabbos, and you hang it up before Shabbos, whatever it may be, we'll talk about hanging up as well, it's another sugi you have to talk about, hanging up laundry, I like to hang up laundry on Shabbos, which, even if you did it on air of Shabbos, but I'll upon him, there's the Minchas Yitzchak, that's Muta. Why is it Muta? Because your das, Eli, was on it. Meaning you knew when Shabbos came in, Eli, you knew that it was going to become dry. And therefore, there's no problem with Mukta in that case, because your Das was on it. Mukta very much goes by Das, which we will discuss. Now, Rabbi, there's a few more sugars that we have to go into. Sugya number one, which Blinade tomorrow we'll get to before the before I have to leave, is the sugya of dust. Dust is a sugya which is so nogea in this country. People's hats, people's pants, people's yarmulkes, all sorts of things get very dusty here. And on Shabbos, you find people, right, Asha? Asha, you find some people, some people do these things, right? They take their sleeve, they go like this. You ever saw such a guy? So before you stone the guy, we have to learn tomorrow what to do in such a case, which Be'ez Hashem will learn. Then Be'ez Hashem, Mr. Hashem, after the trip, we will do the sugyas of contact lenses and the sugyas of Folding laundry and hang up laundry. I wish everyone a wonderful and beautiful day.